When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little bit of news, a little bit of information. We've got special guest Jenna Andrews coming up at 9.20. She was a, or is a Canadian singer, songwriter, producer. She wrote for BTS. You guys familiar with the Korean pop yeah. sensation she wrote yeah. dynamite yeah. and oh. butter so Ooh. she's yeah, like uh, those are some big like chart topping number one hits across the world so she's no amateur no she knows what she's doing so yeah, i'm very excited to talk to her uh but what uh what's up with you guys Brittany? how does it feel to be here on a tuesday for the first time in like four months yeah we haven't even acknowledged that um it's a lot easier than being in pharmacology, I'll tell you that. Like, we talk about periods probably more here than pharmacology, but, you know, you guys are easing me into it. I, I like a full week with you guys, even though we're only doing a half week. Did you, uh, <laughs> do we know a final grade yet for your class or no? No. No. When, when do we find out? I don't want to talk about it. Are you nervous? Oh, no. I'm always nervous. Uh, <laughs> the great quote by Rodney Dangerfield. Well, call me when you have no class. Exactly. Well, she, now she does. So, <laughs> and so she called in this yeah, morning because she, she has in. no class. No class. Uh, I, uh, yeah, <clears throat> nursing school is hard is what I. Oh, here we go. But, like, it's one thing. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the juggling of the things. Mm-hmm. Like, next semester I'm not doing class because, you know, every uh, we've got our show and stuff. So it'll be a nice break to just do like to drop that for a little while right it's hard to do class have a kid and do the show yeah so it'll be fun it'll be fun to put you know be more talented on this show yes that class was really holding you back i feel yeah that's yeah i could give a hundred percent of my attention to tom all the the time are you guys talking about i do have to uh i really want you to talk about something tom that i put up an article in tom's news stories about Prince's iconic ruffle shirt. Oh yeah, we read that yesterday. Yeah. What? You were here when we read that yesterday. No, I no, think that might have been on, on the family. family. I think that was on the family. Oh, I, so you I, don't I, listen? Was... You don't support my family? Okay. Why do Whoa. you hate? Dude, why do you hate Whoa. Alex and Andy? I don't support your family. <laughs> that was Is a, this the hill you want to die on, that sir? That was a massive spin zone. I kind of respected. <laughs> on the fly. I don't support Tom Bernard's family. I have watched almost every member of your family. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Oh, yeah, my family is rather fond of this woman. I must admit. 
I just, don't, that's it. I had an interesting experience. What happened? I walked out to the men's room, and there's this young guy. He's got red hair. Nice, mm-hmm. nice kid. Uh, and I've been saying hi to him for like eight months. Uh, every morning he goes, hey, good morning. How you doing? How's everything going? Just a very, very friendly guy. Really nice guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I ran in today, and he goes, so what do you do? And I said, I do a morning talk show. And he goes, oh, okay. And it just tells you once again, he's probably 28, 29, something like mm-hmm. that. Those guys do not listen to morning shows. They just don't. No. Uh, if you would have told them, <clears throat> did you say podcast? Or did you say like just I did, Then I, we got around to oh, okay. it. okay. And yeah. the other great part of it was he said, so I told him my name. He'd never heard of me. <laughs> you know, that's a different age. It's yeah. a whole different age group. Yeah. You know, that's how it is. But what a nice kid. Just very, very friendly. He's always in a good mood. He's one of those guys. Yeah. And in his defense, before I met you, like, I probably had heard your name once or twice, but I had no idea, no. like, what, how big the show was. Like, I had family members. That were like, oh, my gosh. You, like, you know Tom Bernard? You went on his show? And, like, it's weird, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, he's just some random. Some hun yuck. Hun yuck that, yeah, talks See, into a that's microphone. not the world I lived in. And I, I hate pumping you up tom because i feel like i'm here to knock you down i'm yeah, here to I've knock noticed. all of you down yes. i've noticed that <clears throat> but like we lived and died by the kq morning show when i got in the car in the morning mother. that's what we listened to that's exclusively what we listened because your like, mother not only my mom not only my oh, stepdad oh really but, but my brothers because i had i have a, a brother and a stepbrother who are the same age and we'd get in the car. There were seven of us kids all in all. So we had a ride to school with four of us that were in high school. And no matter what, even if I was like, can we listen to music? It was like, we're listening to the KQ Morning Show. And eventually I was like, all right, I get it. But you know, when you're young, you're kind of like, I want to mm. hear Britney Spears. And then it was every car we got in all the time, always KQ Morning Show. Now we're talking. Yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the <laughs> listeners. I don't know, Britney, if you have the emails from going to the concert. Oh Ready? yeah! But oh yeah! One of the, we should do that. One That's of the listeners idea. was saying how she, her dad, every morning had it on the radio, and she'd be like, "Can we listen to something else?" He'd be like, "No." <laughs> In this house, we listen to the KQRS morning show you. with Tom Bernard. I love you. Okay, oh. so I flagged a couple that I thought were cute. Excellent. Um, Aaron and Kendra wrote, "Hey Tom, thank you so much for the Eagles and Doobie Brother tickets. We had a great time. Thanks again." Um, it, Bill wrote in, thanks, tell Tom. It was a pleasure meeting him Saturday night. What a fun night. Thanks, Bill. And this one's a little long, but I thought it was good. Thanks for inviting me and Janet to watch the Doobie Brothers Eagles concert Saturday night in Tom Suite. It was such an honor and a privilege to meet Tom and Doug on the show. Longtime loyal listener since 88. Thank you so much. What a show. And to be able to see it with Tom made it so special. Seriously, what a nice and genuinely great guy. I was blessed. Um, Are you talking about Doug there? Yeah. yeah. I thought so, yeah. Love the Tom Bernard show and love you guys. Brittany, Tevin, and AJ, you guys rock. Again, thank you so much, Rolf. Yep. That's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite that was sent in. I want you to know that. These people were so incredibly nice. Every, you know, because you worry sometimes uh, that, you know, at least one person is going to drink too much. Nobody did. Not at all. Uh, they're going to do this. They, everyone was incredibly nice and very engaging. Our listeners are very smart people. First of all, our listeners do well, and they're very smart people, which is, it's always great, you know? That's so awesome. It was. I, it was amazing. 
I love it when you have moments where you get to, where people get those beautiful, like, I'm, like, when we were at the State Fair, watching people go out of their way to talk to you and to see their, like, like meeting somebody they've listened to their whole life. I love watching that interaction. It's yeah. wonderful. It is. It's so I'm cool. very lucky. <clears throat> you know, uh, I've had a couple of people mention to me, hey, thanks for the $1,000 beer. So that was good. <laughs> Thank you for thanking me for that. <laughs> God, after that, it's so funny. I have like so many equa- like little multiple, um, like I kept timesing everything to try to figure out how much things cost when you're talking about beer. Because yeah. I haven't bought a beer in 13 years. $26 a beer? $26 That's, a bottle. How can you afford to get drunk? Like that yeah. is crazy. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. What's a beer at a restaurant in Minneapolis? Like, what's one beer? Like Kevin eight, eight bucks, nine eight bucks. Okay. Yeah, okay. if you're downtown, probably for a yeah. like Bud Light. That seems crazy to me, but well, because stadiums there, they don't. Well, one, they just don't want people to get drunk. Because a lot of times, yeah. like if it's a football game, for example, you're tailgating beforehand. They don't want yeah. to have to deal with all that. And yeah, they, and yeah. they stop selling alcohol. I think at the end of the third quarter of football games or whatever, they, at some point they stop. So they got to oh, mark really? the pr- yeah, they got to mark the price up so they can get it, and then they really want to just kind of discourage you. I remember I took uh, Dan, my son-in-law, and his friends to a game a few years ago, a Viking game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we they each had four beers, so it was twelve beers, a twelve pack of, yeah. of uh, Miller Lite, and it was one hundred and twenty bucks, and I thought that was expensive. I mean. 120 bucks is compared to $800. That's quite the God. leap. Yeah, whatever. Good. They had a wonderful time. I, and I will uh, back at you. You people were so incredibly nice. I loved meeting every one of you. There was a woman that was upset because Catherine wasn't there. She was, she was still sick last night. But uh, she was upset Catherine wasn't there because she's bohemian too, like Catherine is. So mm-hmm. they were, were going to talk that bohunk crap all night. Yeah. Would have been yeah. unbelievable. What do you think? We just had Greg, <clears throat> first off. Yeah, that would have been a phenomenal pairing. Uh, but we just had Greg Cullen. He was at the show, and he wanted to know your thoughts on, apparently at some point during the show, there was a conversation between uh, Keith Richards and Joe Walsh. I, Joe Walsh, and yeah. he's like, I couldn't understand a single word no. that was <laughs> said during that conversation. I don't think either one of them is functioning at a high level at this point. Just as mumbling to each other? <laughs> kind of. Okay. And by the way, I adore both of them. I mean, uh, Joe Walsh. It's been my hero. I mean, Rocky Mountain Way. God, mm-hmm. was, I've always. It was a wonderful show, and the Doobie Brothers. My God, Michael McDonald, what a talent! Oh, you got to do it again. Yeah, I, you I, came I, from somewhere back in a long ago, a sentimental fool. Sentimental fool. <laughs> it's when you guys, when anybody sings, they with his voice, we all do this weird lip thing. And everybody's yeah. lip it's like all of a sudden we have like filler in our lips to the point where we do like ducks indeed it's all true it's very hard to deny don't you think it is i don't know what this means netanyahu pressed to eliminate hezbollah threat what's what's the hezbollah threat here what are, what are they whole, talking about that whole sentence <clears throat> threw me off yeah I might as well been chinese yeah what do oh. they mean by that i haven't read the article yet so the Israeli Prime Minister is re- uh, resisting demands to take action at the uh, Lebanon border from nearby residents and the Israeli military. Aren't they involved in enough skirmishes now the way it is? They want them to be involved in another one? I just don't understand. You know what I would really like? 
Hmm. Why don't we do this? Why don't the Eastern Hemisphere take care of the Eastern Hemisphere and we'll wait over here? I'm fine with that. I just don't understand. Isn't it pretty much a desert anyway? I mean... For the most part, I feel like not maybe not like a desert like a desert where it's just sand dunes, but it's yeah very mountainous, sandy, kind of rocky, not a lot of vegetation. And Hezbollah is apparently a Lebanese Shia Islamist political party. So you know, and militant group. I've known some Lebanese people. Eddie Lahoud was one of my favorite people I've ever met in my mm-hmm. life. He was my boss when I worked at Donaldson's. Nicest guy. So I've met. I, I grew up with a lot of Jews, and I know a lot of Jews. I love Jews. Mm-hmm. You know, same situation with the Lebanese people I've met. I, I, you know, I don't, I've known a few Arabs. They're very, very pleasant. So where is this all, this is all, is this all about political power? Is it about money? What's it about? It can't just be about a different look at what God is all about. Because that's what they try to present it as. No. Oh, my God's better than your God. No, it's it's all it's probably a little bit of everything where you get, you know, you sprinkle in a little, I want some money, a little bit, I want yeah. some power. You find somebody yeah. that has some power but doesn't maybe have a lot of money, and you go, hey, I can give you some of my money if I can get some of your power, and let's work together and make somebody hate somebody else. So you followed my thinking 100% there because a pri- I still think, and you guys being of a different generation than me can, can vote on this. I swear to God, there are two people we don't know about, one that works at CNN and one that works at Fox, and those two people get together every morning and go, okay, we'll start a skirmish over on CNN, and then you guys at Fox, okay, well, we'll react and we'll be really pissed. I think this whole thing is planned out and played out to the max so they can make the absolute most money they possibly can. Yeah. I mean, they probably have a department that, whether they're talking with each other, they have somebody that their job is to watch Fox News and figure out, see what they're no talking about, about so that way we can preemptively defend what we think they're going to say. And then, hand to God, Vern Gagne taught them all how to do it. You'll meet up before the wrestling matches, and we'll tell you how they're going to turn out. Like, who's going to be the heel this <laughs> right. week? Exactly! Right. I swear to God that this whole thing is all teed up between Fox and CNN. I, oh, we hate them. We hate you more. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, right. right. And then right after the show, they make out. <laughs> oh, do you have to do the tongue thing? <laughs> Jesus, yeah, By law, in my contract, I have to. Oh, you do? It's in your contract? Yeah. Okay, Once never mind then. I won't get upset then if you have to do it. You're gonna... <laughs> Look, I, I just, I really wish we could take focus off of money and... I guess that comes down to property, and not, that's valuable to me. And it's like, mm. oh, my God, can we ever agree on anything? Uh, well, it's, it's never going to end. I watched a documentary on Hulu yesterday. Uh, it's called The China Hustle. Oh, yeah. It's, it's from, like, 2017. Yeah. But essentially, they took all these companies in China that weren't able to uh, trade on the stock market, and they had them, like, say they were merging with U.S. companies that were ghost towns. And then the Chinese companies would lie and say they're making millions of dollars and nobody did any types of checks and balances. There you go. And so they, people were making billions and billions yep. and billions of dollars. And, yeah, it, it was just like people will do anything. They, you're to, right. To get over on somebody. And, you, and of course, at the Ugh. end, they cut to, you know, somebody's grandpa who had his whole retirement 
savings in the whatever companies and it all goes down to zero and he loses everything so it's very sad but yeah people will do anything after you said the title i was really hoping it was going to be about a, like a dance movie yeah that yeah i actually like that song you do actually a friend of mine played it at his wedding they're coming down the aisle and they play do the hustle i love that <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> it's like, really? People like what they're going to like. So let me ask you a question, because I, I don't, you know, we're not going to get too deep into the thing, but I need a better understanding. So is the, does it all boil down to, it, it's a money thing, we know that. There's mm -hmm. no question. We need, everybody needs more money than they got. But is it, you got the wrong God? Is that real? Do they really believe that? Yeah. Uh, Why? I, I think some people, I think... A lot of people will use it just to kind of manipulate their situation. Oh, okay. But I, there are definitely people where they are super religious and their mm -hmm. way is the correct way and they won't listen to anything else. So my God is better than your God. Yeah. If it's God, which is short for good, what's wrong with a greater good? That's We're both going that way. There's nothing wrong with a greater good, is there? Right. Well, yeah, yeah, Tevin. <laughs> yeah, Tevin. These are my, I'm very, very religious. And no, um, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. well, because you get people where you could probably give somebody, you know, a translated version of the Bible in a different language and just call the God a different name and have everything else be the same. Yeah. And they'd still be like, yeah, well, yours is wrong and mine is right. I know. That's yeah. my exact question is why does it have to be wrong? I mean, even there you go, okay, you go Christian, and you break mm -hmm. that off into Catholicism, and these, this one and that one. It's like you, you, take, uh, you take that thing and cut it into five different slices. It's yeah. the same belief in God. Shut up. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I guess the way sometimes I look at it is like uh, Mexican food. Um, is that like a lot of times it's the same meal just in different forms? Yeah, and, right. And it'd be me being like, you know what's best? Nachos. And Tevin, like, no, tacos. Are. I know, and it's I'm the like, same thing. We're eating the same thing. It's Love just it. like, you're, I'm a little messier with my nachos than you are with your. <laughs> but like, it, and when you start thinking about like arguing about what food is better, couldn't you just be interchangeable with what God? Like, there's just so, it's right. so silly when you I really know. think it's, about it. Like, it's fine if you like tacos. I like nachos. Right. Oh, That's fine too. You like hard shell tacos? Oh no, I'm a soft shell taco person. <gasps> oh, it's the exact same thing except for one's crunchy and one's soft. I know like it's the can... same thing. Yep. I went to a door. I, I was not really dating this girl. She was 16. I was 16. I was. We we're just kind of hanging out. Knock on her door down there in South Minneapolis. I'm from North Minneapolis, so you know, took me a while to get down there on the city bus, if you know what I'm saying. So I knock on the door, and her father answers the door. And he says to me, are you Tom? And I said, yes, sir. He goes, I understand you're Catholic. And I said, yes, I am. And he goes, well, we're Missouri Synod Lutheran, and shut the door in my face. Dang. <laughs> so we're Christian, but you're the wrong kind of Christian. It's like, What? So it's not only going on in the Middle East, it's everywhere. Oh, mm. you might be a Christian, but you're the wrong kind of Christian. You might be a this, you might be a that, but you're the wrong kind. It's like, Jesus, get over it. It blows my mind what anyone would even care. We had a, a, a Mormon family that moved down the street a couple years ago. and I believe that's mom... pronounced moron. Whoa. I'm, I'm just talking about your block. Okay. Anyway, go, go forward. But, like, I... I got like a little view into probably what they have to deal with because um, 
Maggie, the 16-year-old, comes over here. We both like Taylor Swift. We make cookies. Yeah. I just... That's the kind of vibe I have is like, come on in. And when we had uh, foster dogwood puppies, they came over all the time. And the mom was like, just so you know, like, I know what people think about Mormons. I was like, I never think about it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You I don't I, like, I was like, there. a part of me was like, I wouldn't eat, like, I was like, well, to be full disclosure, the only thing I know about it is the real housewife of Salt Lake City. And I, yeah. unless you throw a drink in my face, <laughs> I don't really have it. Like, that's not, you know. I don't try to base that on the real, but it was like funny because I could just feel her being like, you know, we're not what you think we are. And I was like, I honestly don't think much. That's kind of one of my uh, biggest appeals. <laughs> He's like, that's my shtick is uh, I don't think much. Let me tell you about the good news about me. Yeah. Let me Nothing tell you. going on up here. Exactly. Do I period on people? Oh, yes. Jesus. But we're flying the flag today, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we're doing. Well, it's unbelievable. That's because everybody lives in there. I'm the center of the universe. Of every, like everybody spends their whole entire day thinking about yeah something I did or me. Where right. it's like I don't unless you show up and you're dressed significantly different. Like you showed up in like a bonnet in a long old timey dress from the 1800s. <laughs> I'm probably just gonna assume you're just like everybody else. I yeah. just don't yep. care. Yeah. Like yeah, just come. I mean. Unless, like, I, it just doesn't. Unless it's in my face or whatever, I don't care. I don't. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to get involved in any of that. Like, your sixteen-year-old is yeah. amazing. Your whole family's yeah. amazing. I would have no reason to not be super pumped to see you guys all the time, always. So I think that's very true. I know we got to go to break here, but I just, I still to this day, you believe what you believe, and I believe what I believe, and if if it gets us both to where we want to be, whether it's heaven or just dead or whatever the hell it is. What's wrong with that? I'm not, I love, yeah. I mean, just if you're going to go to heaven, good for you. I'm very happy for you. And right? I, don't you, aren't you happy for people that have coping mechanisms? Yeah. Like, like yeah. I, I, everyone has their things, right? Like, and if that helps you through this, this rough Absolutely. Like, this life, yep. I feel happy for you that you have that. I agree completely, sister. So can we just stop judging everybody about everything? You're the wrong kind of politics. Your political party's wrong. Your religion is wrong. Your skin color is wrong. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I got my life. You got yours. Calm down. I mean, am I going to affect your life in any way by not believing what you believe? No. No. I don't have the... I mean, I'll go on the air and rip the piss out of you, but other than that... Other than that. You know what I'm saying. All right, we do have to take a break here because we've got a special guest coming up in a couple of minutes. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Well, I hate to break your Beat Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota, if you're a Minnesota resident. Now, that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all Monroe County being beautiful, but it, it is, believe me. The keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful, and that is a fact, by the way. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, might I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield, and he's a super real estate agent. When it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys, and I love the Keys, he lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country, from coast-to-coast mortgage, of course. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. 
Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota. And Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys, new and existing homes for sale. And our Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to OneKeyWest.com. That is OneKeyWest.com. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Guys, if you want to reignite your intimacy once and for all, listen. Just give Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office evaluation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30-minute treatments with no pain, no downtime afterward. And right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. Receive this $800 value when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Acoustic wave therapy can rescue your relationship and has been clinically proven to break up plaque. Definitely take advantage of this limited-time special offer. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is a savings of $800 when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to use promo code TOM so we get credit for sending you. I wouldn't recommend a service like this unless I knew they could help you. TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. Minnesota set to launch roadside impairment test for marijuana. Oh, driving while uh, high. So this could be like the drunk driving. Well, they're not. What do they call those? They're really traps is what they are. <laughs> you drive oh, into them. Yeah, like um, uh, the, checkpoints. The stops. Yeah. Checkpoint. checkpoint. There you go. So they're going to have those for marijuana now, too, because, yeah, I mean, it, I wouldn't you think by now, after 50, 60 years of marijuana being present in the, well, I mean, it's always been around, but it became very popular in the 60s. I mean, you've got to know that you can't get too high and then drive, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, what's the, there's a test for it? Because I thought the only test was either like a hair or a blood test to test your Yeah, system. I wonder about that. That's going to be, well, maybe I should read a little bit of the story because that's a very good point. How do they test, you know, for alcohol, you blow in the little tube thing and it yeah. lights it up. And I mean, you can most of the time tell when somebody's high. Like you but, always are. Yeah, but you can't, 
just go on your gut feeling if you're giving somebody a ticket or trying to arrest them. Yeah, you can't go by gut. You're absolutely right. I would expect that by this time next month, the units will be in the field, said Mike Hansen, director of Minnesota's Office of Traffic Safety. Minnesota set to launch roadside impairment test for marijuana. Select law enforcement officers in Minnesota will soon have a new uh, tool in their arsenal to catch cannabis-impaired drivers, a saliva-based road. So it's saliva-based. That would make sense, I guess. Uh, As required under the state's new recreational marijuana law, Minnesota is launching a pilot project to gauge if different oral fluid testing tools can accurately detect drug use. The state is expected to roll out two different testing instruments next month that certified drug recognition experts uh, will administer over the next year. So, yeah, it'll be a saliva test. That makes sense to you, doesn't it? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That makes the most sense. I mean, I don't know how the hell else you test for it. Yeah. Right? I was, I was trying to think, I don't think I've ever driven high, not that I know of. First of all, I haven't done, I haven't done, uh, I haven't smoked marijuana since I was probably 25 years old. I never yeah. cared for inhaling smoke. I just, I don't like that. I, I smoked cigarettes for a while when I was mm-hmm. a kid, a young kid. I just don't like the feeling of that smoke in your lungs. No. <clears throat> Smoking, like I remember be, when I was younger, I always would say, I would rather, like, the act of drinking is much better than smoking, but I would rather feel a little bit high than be drunk. And so that's where, like, THC seltzers are. Those are perfect. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That, uh, yeah, T- we, we were sent a bunch of THC uh, beverages, mm-hmm. and they just they mellow you out. It's, yeah. It feels really great, actually. You get very relaxed. Yeah, that was uh, Crested River, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely it was. Crested River. Um. Kevin, I've hung out with you quite a bit. I don't think I've ever seen you drunk. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't usually, I guess I don't usually get. <laughs> Why aren't you blasted more when you're around Britney? I guess, sorry. Like, I'll, you know what, let me. I'll, I'll, but, like, I've hung out with you at, you yeah. know, your, the comedy club. I've hung out with you in situations where I've seen, you know, you've been drinking mm-hmm. in your 20s. And, like, it kind of blows my mind. Like, I've definitely, like. Although, I've oh, seen Tom drunk. I've seen myself very you've drunk. You've never seen me drunk, you liar. <laughs> Although I do get that a lot. Like when I, if I drink, I most of the time I'm not like obviously like I'm not like stumbling around and like oh Tevin fell over in a bush. We gotta pick him up. He's throwing up in a cup. No, like in a cup. I don't know. Just a whatever cup. Can, it's like a Dixie cup. <laughs> That's yeah, impressive. His hand. It's uh. like when you're pregnant, they hand you the littlest like shot glass to throw up in. You're like, all right, whatever. No. <sighs> Usually, like when I'm drunk, I'm like the guy that is. Oh my gosh, you're everything's awesome. You're my best friend. Yeah, oh I yeah. remember yep. being in college. We would you know go out and party, and I'd be standing there talking to one of my teammates like. This is why I think we're going to win a national championship. Yeah, like, this team is that. great. We're going you are the such way. an optimist. Like, it almost makes me look aw. negative because, like, the things you'll say, like, oh, Brittany, we're going to take, then we're going to do this and yeah. we're going to take on this. Like, dead sober, you're an well, optimist. Well, yeah, I think one day I called Brittany a national treasure because she had, a, I was editing the, like, a clip for a best of segment online and Brittany said something funny. And I was like, you know what, Brittany, you're like the greatest person on radio ever. You should have your own show someday. Shut <laughs> up. I think she should have her own show after. After today, actually. I was just going to say, Tevin, that's the kiss of death. The kiss of death. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, I, um, it was interesting because when I was young, I used to laugh all the time when we'd drink. When I was like a mm-hmm. teenager in my early 20s or whatever, well, I stopped drinking when I was 21 and then started again when I was like 30, something like that. Yeah. 
But I was always very, very happy about stuff and just laughing and telling jokes and having a good time. But then as I got older, it's like, what are you looking at? Yeah. It's one of those deals. So does that have to do with brain, you know, the formation of your brain, how it changes? Because your body does grows until you're 28 years old. People don't realize that. Your brain and your body still growing in different ways until you're 28 years old, right? Yeah, yeah I got a little it's time very left. true. So you got some time left got to mature. Time left. Let's go. You're good oh. to go, baby. Thank God this isn't the final product for AJ. I know. <laughs> You're telling me uh, my dream of being an NBA superstar is still in the cards? It is, absolutely. <laughs> yes. I, I have full confidence. Yes. You're not buying that? Eh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll wake up tomorrow, I'm six foot four, and I can hit a three like nobody's business. <laughs> but maybe not. Maybe I'll just come on back here. I'm just thinking it over. Yeah. Oh, I might just come back here, he said. <laughs> I don't want to be here, but I guess I'll come back if I have to. Yeah, not a bad fallback plan if the NBA yeah. doesn't work out for you. What are you going to do? It doesn't look like our, our buddy's going to call her. No, I haven't gotten a call yet, so I uh, well, might have been. I wanted to talk to her, too, because that would have been very interesting. It's on about mental health, right? Yeah, mental health. And she wrote <clears throat> numerous number one, Billboard number one, right. top 100 hits, so... I would have loved to have talked to her because that, that stuff fascinates me. The human brain and the personality and all that stuff just fascinates me. Mm-hmm. Why people become what they become. Yeah. Yeah. That, and, I just love that. Yeah. And for her to write, because she wrote songs for a major Korean pop star group. And so I would love to know kind of the cultural differences when she's trying to write a song for another country superstar. Like yeah. It's not... You know, she's Canadian. Like, how do you write a song for somebody that's Korean that's going to relate to their audience? Mm, yeah, I don't know. She, apparently, she's really good at it. But uh, hopefully, she'll call in because I'd love to talk to her about because she wants to talk about mental illness and mm-hmm. all these other things. And it was really Looks oh, we're like, good oh, to go. Beautiful, magnificent. Yeah, we are all set to go. Jenna should be on the line. Jenna Andrews, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Now that you're with us, much better. I'll tell you that, sister. <laughs> <laughs> because. I, uh, I I saw the readout they sent me, uh, uh, her music web series, The Green Room, a series created and hosted by Jenna that offers an inclusive community and a safe space through which viewers can expand their awareness of mental health topics. Jenna, you couldn't be called into a better place to talk about mental health, and I'll, I'll just throw this out quickly, and then I want to hear everything you have to say. This is fascinating to me. Um, I grew up in a family with seven kids, and our father was uh, mentally ill. He was eventually... Uh, taken away in a straitjacket from our house. I'll never forget that. Actually, Jenna, and I, and I hope you take this well because it was meant well by my sister. So they got my father in a straitjacket, literally, and they have him strapped to a gurney to take him out the back door of our house, right? This is in 1959 or 60, something like that. Mental health has improved a great deal since then, by the way, Jenna. Oh, no, it definitely has. That's <clears throat> no a- doubt. But- Sorry, that's happening. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm so so excited to talk to you about this. As they're wheeling him past us, you know, the kids are all standing there and he's flopping around on it and he's trying to get out of the straitjacket and he's yelling and screaming and just going berserk. They get him out the door and my sister, who's seven years older than me, looks at me and goes, Tommy, I think they think our dad is nuts. And we started laughing because that was the only way to get out of that sadness, Jenna. And you probably understand that. I hope people understand that humor is the only way to get away from that. Oh, I completely understand that. It's, it's, yep. it's um, you know, it's, it's one of the, you know, it's, it's, 
it's either that or having a lot of times people just have no reaction. You know, yeah. it's like it's one of those things. It's 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 definitely a coping mechanism. Does your dog hate me? <laughs> oh no, she. That means she loves you. I feel like she's reacting. <laughs> I love that. Well, Jenna, I cannot wait to, to hear what you have to say. The Green Room, a series created and hosted by Jenna, offers inclusive community and a safe space through which viewers can expand their awareness of mental health topics. I'll say one more thing, and then I, I want to hear everything you say. So I have not seen my oldest uh, brother and my oldest sister for 15 to 20 years because the sadness that came from that whole situation People kind of went there. It's not that we avoided one another. We just didn't get together because we dealt with it in different ways. So five of us who are still around uh, got together at my oldest brother's house. He's nine years older than I am. We had a very nice conversation. And I got home, and for the, for the following three or four days, my wife said, boy, you can't tell you went to Terry's house at all after 20 years. It does. You carry it with you, Jenna. You do. You definitely do. I mean, you definitely do. And you know what I think? For the, the, the good and the bad sometimes, you know, I think there's yeah. a lot of that comes out of the learning, you know, curve of going through something so traumatic, which is what I've learned. But I definitely think, you know, there's 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 a lot of negative connotations that come with it, too. That's a battle to deal with it in your life. And it's, it's, it's how you deal with it. You know, now in your life, first of all, why do you get to live in Calgary? And I don't. I love Calgary, Canada. Well, I don't actually live in Calgary. I know. You're a native, though. I'm a Calgary native. (laughs) Love that whole area. It's wonderful. So how did this affect your life, Jenna? When did you first notice that things might be a little different? Um, I think that for me, I grew up with a lot of, um, you know, I had a lot of bullying, and I struggled with, like, eating disorders and and that kind of thing. And I think, you know... um, Mental health, like depression and and so on and so forth, is a genetic thing, which mm-hmm. I literally learned. And I think in high school, it was something that, you know, kind of you felt ashamed to talk about and wasn't really, you know, you weren't really sure on how to deal with it, per se, because, you know, you kind of felt like an alien in that sense. But I think as I entered into a music, the music industry, which is, you know, full of, piranhas it's not necessarily the safest. <laughs> that's nice <laughs> not necessarily the safest space for somebody that already deals with mental health issues sure oh and i think given what i went through and it was like some pretty like gnarly bullying stuff too it wasn't like you sure. know it was it was it was pretty crazy but we don't have to you know necessarily get into the details of that but it was it was just something that um you know it kind of continued on through my journey in, in music for, you know, in, in, in ways that I'm sure you can only imagine, you know, um, you know, stories that you hear. I, again, it's not something that I love to sort of express in the ter- in terms of being like, woe is me, but I definitely sure, sure. want to make a point to say that, like, you know, it's something that I've, I've dealt with pretty heavily. And I think when I signed my first record deal, I, I started really dealing with panic attacks and, all these things that was really hard for me to tour and it felt debilitating in terms of how to deal with it. So I think later when like actually during COVID was when I really wanted to start a podcast about it. Cause I felt the need to really connect the dots in terms of how I felt because I really felt like there's so many artists and songwriters and people in general that feel the exact same way. And I think 
from the song, from the musician standpoint, or to be honest, even expanding into any sort of, you know, level of entertainment or again, just person, but let's just keep it in, obviously it's in the entertainment realm for now. And, you know, the original concept of doing this, you know, called the green room, the backstage sort of look on, on what it really is to be in this world. And I think for me, it was it, during COVID, it was interesting to have, you know, the musicians speak out and, and have the fans listen in and really understand that we're just all human. And it's, I think that it kind of makes you feel vulnerable in that sense and, and safer in the sense that you don't really feel so alienated and alone. And at the time we were doing them live and we had a lot of amazing, you know, not, not like, I wouldn't call it feedback, but it's just like a, a, like a lot of people that reached out and really felt like it touched them and, and helped them through whatever struggle they were going through. And, um, sorry, I'm blabbing on, but we no, have, not at all. Not at all. I, I bring, um, a therapist on every episode that are, you know, they're trained therapists. So it was really nice to have that. Cause they could have their educated viewpoints on what, you know, these people were going through. And I really felt like that was great because, um, you know, again, there's certain things that I might not know. So, it, you know, that, that was a, a massive thing too. So I think that, you know, episode by episode, I really feel like we've, we've touched people's lives in that sense. And again, it's all baby steps and, you know, it's, it's, you can't really change the world in, in, in a day, you know, but I think that in terms of my mission, I'm not, you know, I, there's no, there's no finish line. So I'm just looking to, I'm looking to just sort of impact change day by day, even if it's small. You know, it's great, Janice, for people like you and me that have been through this whole situation. Uh, I look at uh, the, the three greatest gifts, I think, that, the, the, that humans ever got would be performing, whether it's acting, singing, dancing, whatever that is, or doing humor. Uh, what that does to a person like you or me is it's like taking medicine. It's a, to make somebody laugh is like taking a big hit of some kind of drug to me, so I don't have to take the drug. Well, it's so funny that you say that. I think Robin Williams had some quote um, that he was like, "Once you make, you know, two, I forget what it was, like maybe two hundred thousand people, probably more, something like that. People laugh at the same time. Mm-hmm. You'll never have that same." like endorphin again, you know what I mean? Like, it's just something that it's like one of those things, which is amazing. But also if you think about it, it, that's kind of scary to think about. Cause in life, <laughs> yes. in life, we, you know, there's a reason why humans are, are drawn to certain things. Like, you know, I can't wait to go to the farmer's market on Sunday or just like simple things that I think we forget how much, little things can bring us joy once you feel those type of things. Cause I think that the level of excitement is just impossible to recreate at that point. So I think there's, there's something to be said in that just alone, right. As an entertainer, as an entertainer. No question. One of my great gifts in life is the fact that I've been with my wife. Now we I met her 43 years ago, been married almost 40 years. And whenever somebody pisses me off, those old feelings come back, Jenna. If people push and push and make me angry, those old feelings come back, and they're very powerful. And when my wife sees that, she comes over and starts petting me like a dog. (laughs) But it works, Jenna. That's the great part of it. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? That's like... (laughs) Pretty. That's pretty amazing. That that. Congratulations, by the way. Thank that's, you. That's, <laughs> Thank yeah. You. <laughs> 
I love the fact that you were on the docket today because I think people need to hear more about this, that if you go through that in your family or your personal life or whatever, there is a way out. There's something inside your your heart and your head that can get you out of that feeling. It's going to return once in a while, but you can get out of it and really do some great things like you've done, Jenna Andrews. You've done, you've done some great things with the personality oh, you developed. Don't you think? Oh, no, I appreciate that. I was saying I appreciate that. Thank you so much. The way I look at it is like, you know, I think there, again, not to be cliche or repeat myself, but I definitely don't really look at any of my, any of this as like a, you know, I've arrived. I think for, for creative, especially, I think you're just always on the path and it's like always, you know, wanting to continue to better yourself and sort of explore and challenge yourself every day and that's sort of what feeds your soul you know but i appreciate that and i and you know it's again one of those things that you have to learn how to receive the the compliment so i guess you know in that sense i'm 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 definitely you know that's happy and and very blessed to to have the life that i've had but at the same time you know i'm just it's just a day-to-day thing and just kind of like you know taking the road and following the universe i guess you know you know, Jenna, we, we could close, because I know you got to go, and, and, and we're going to talk more about the green room. You should come to town, absolutely. We can talk about the green room then, but we got to whisper this next part, Jenna, because uh, people might not know this, but in order to really show some deep angst over mental illness, you have to be very intelligent. So don't tell anybody I said that, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my dear. Well, thank you so much for your time. I love the fact that you're stepping forward and talking about this because you can get out from under it. You all, if you're listening and you're going through this, you can succeed. You can move. It's never going to go away, but you can learn to live with it and live your life. And that's uh, it's a powerful message you're delivering, Jenna. Thank you. Of course. And I appreciate you you talking to me about it. I think it's, you know, it's, it's so important for everybody to listen to that's going through it. So I appreciate that. All right. Come to town, sister. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you. Well, she's an attractive young woman. See that? Yeah, I don't think people really do understand. Don't hide. Look, if, if you have some emotional problems, some mental illness in the family, or you feel that you might be, do not hide and run and hide from it. It's not a good idea. You're probably a lot more intelligent than you think you are. You've got some talent, whether it's singing or dancing or writing or whatever you're doing. Um, she, I, I was very excited she ended up calling in because I really wanted to talk to her. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, it's from what it sounds like, everybody else kind of had the same mind track that uh, that you had with, you know, just want to hear the message, want to hear her speak about it. And, you know, with uh, the conversations being a, a little elongated, Things got pushed back, and so I'm glad we were able to get her on the line. Yeah, it was great. Did you just stay with it, or did they finally? Just, did they ever reach out to you and say she's be a little late or anything? Um, I I just kept my eye, my eye on the phone. See, it's all you had to do was do your job, and they it got you. Don't call know. me Eagle Eye Fredrickson for nothing. <laughs> Eagle Eye Fredrickson. <laughs> no, it's it's the timing of this. The fact that I just got together with my family for the first time in 15, 20 years, and then she's on a couple of days later. Yeah. That's a hell of a coincidence, I'll tell you that. Can I ask how that went? It went very, very well. Okay. But there's a, an incredibly strong, deep sadness from it all, too. Yeah. Because every one of my brothers and sisters suffered mightily through that. I Look, the guy was psychotic. I mean, what are you going to do? We yeah. were very, very poor. That's why it pisses me off that when people do 
Well, Tevin, back in the all black people were you're all the same. Well, that's what people still do with with families who, who might have a little mental illness to deal with or whatever. Oh yeah, oh, you're. All, I did not live the life of a white guy in Minnesota. I just didn't. They always say too that um, even in families, nobody was raised by the same parents. No. So like. Me and my sister and my brother, we all had different experience because yep. of birth order or age our parents were or situations. And so it's really interesting when you start looking into it, saying that nobody was raised by the same parents. Mm -hmm. No, it's very, very true. That's why I wish people, particularly in the state of Minnesota, against the one thing about Minnesota I hate. It's one of the most judgmental places I've ever seen. And they love to, and they think they do the exact opposite. But what they actually do is put everybody in their own little box that they want them in. You know, I was just another successful white guy to them. So they thought they could treat me like shit. Well, go ahead, because I'm still going to succeed anyway. But, but that's the part of people who are not very smart. What you're dealing with is some people who think they're really, they got it all together. You people are dumber than a son of a bitch. Because you can think I, everybody's the same. Can I ask you something, Tom? Certainly. No, I've never liked heaven. Don't ask that. I've already told you that. Do you feel successful? No. Nope. I just, I, I know it, it's, <laughs> I hate what? in there shaking it. No, I, I don't feel like, when, I had a weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we ran into a lot of listeners and a lot of different, you know, places and all that odd stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, I, Grant, I love Grant. Grant's a wonderful guy. Saw right? Grant last night, yeah. Great guy. And he stood there and, the, and he comes up and he goes, Tom, I'm sorry, but I just, I'm so excited about this. I'm actually like breaking out in a sweat. I'm like, oh my God, what a sweet thing to say, you know? Yeah. And you go, you go, over this? <laughs> you know, it's that kind of, no, I, yeah, I guess success. Success, well, yes, I do feel successful in that I love my wife, my family, our grandkids, my friends. I love the business that I'm in. So that part, yes, I, I am successful. And maybe I should put it a different way. Have I... Achieve the level of success I wanted to? No, but that's the one thing I don't like about Minnesota. Because if you're try if you're not like them and you're trying to succeed in Minnesota, they will try to knock you down every chance they get. They just do. I just think it's wild that I mean, in a lot of people, you like you are the goal. Like most people in radio would say that you you are successful. Yeah. You've achieved things that we would we want to achieve. I look at you as successful, but I don't think you think of yourself no. as successful. No, not at all. And I just don't understand why people. I mean, some people are disgusting. There's no question about that. It's all about them. Most of them are either drug addicts or booze hounds or some bullshit. It, it's hard to deal with some people because you succeeded without them. And I still, I'll be honest with you. This is, this is as honest as I can possibly get. Mm -hmm. When KQRS switched over, when Cumulus bought them and brought in, everybody they brought in to run the place is somebody I kicked the shit out of in radio. Yeah. And I saw it coming. I went, this is not going to go well. I mean, one of the people was, was handling Howard Stern. We were the only ones that ever beat Howard Stern. Yeah. Another one was this guy. Another one was that. These people are all people that we had beaten the piss out of. And I went, this is not going to go well. I mean, you understand that, don't you? Yeah. I see where you're coming from um, in the sense that, like, why would you want somebody who has been 
actively trying to take you down now yeah. on your team. Why would you make a judgment like that? It makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, the only reason you would do something like that is if you thought you had gotten your ass handed to you too. Yeah. You know, it's so weird because I, I, for me in my life, and maybe it's because I didn't think I was all that you know, successful, all the rest of it, some of my best friends were my direct competitors. Well, we just yeah. had meat sauce on the family uh, uh, this week. Or last yeah, week, was, excuse me. He was on this show. Yeah, he, I was there. Uh, oh, yeah, I was on this show. was not on the family. It, he and I are best friends. He was a direct yeah. competitor for years and years and years. Chuck Knapp and I were competitors. Still hung out. John Hines and I were direct competitors. Yeah. You, that has nothing to do with it for us. You know, it's not no. like, i got to knock you because you tried to beat me. But most people, if you hand them their ass, they never get over it. Yeah. It's just too bad, you know. Well, and I think that a lot of people turn mics on. Yeah, yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think. Sorry, sorry. There, I think we were getting a little feedback during the interview, so I just turned Tevin off, and that fixed it. I don't know why that did. Oh. So I, I just uh, mm-hmm. I, I forgot to turn back on. I think a lot of people in like radio now, or even television, I think they realize there are how many billions of people in the world. If yeah. we can all have, you know, five hundred thousand people exactly. listening to us, it is not going to necessarily affect us one way or another all people are already not thank god in this company but in other companies are already pissed off at me about this podcast you know why they're pissed off at me about the podcast because hmm. it was the first one ever to make a million dollars in the first six months it was on the air they do not like that because they think it makes them look bad they won't admit that that they think that they make it makes them look bad but that's what it is so you hear that and you don't look at yourself in the mirror and go I'm successful. I get, maybe I'll start today. Yeah. I mean, you could be <laughs> successful but not satisfied. Do you feel You're, like... Yeah, you know, there you go. That's a good way to put it. Do you feel like over time for your career, maybe your bar for success has changed just because... You say like, I barfed? No, you know, your bar. For success, though, you put yeah. barf. barf. Well, yeah, I, you barf. That's how much that's you exude <laughs> success. No, right. uh, like, you know, you had 25 compared to now. Like, you're, I'm sure you're... Your set bar for what you feel is successful is vastly mm-hmm. different. So you yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. No, I, look, I, I, I'm working. How many people my age do you think could work with, with several people who are not even 40 yet? Most people oh, couldn't do I, that. I was explaining the kind of the overall vibe to this oh, show yeah. to somebody. And I was like, it's kind of when you take a step back, it's kind of just weird that essentially we're doing a, no offense, Tom, but we're all doing a podcast with our grandpa. And, like, we got to explain to I him. thought it was your father, not oh, your father. grandfather. What happened to that? I was his Sorry, dad father. for, like, ten years. Father. And now I'm, now I'm his grandfather. Like, you bring in your you bring in your grandchildren calling you Bop Bop, and we're explaining to you how not to close out of your StreamYard link every day. But, That's true. Yeah, and it's like this No, I understand weird, what you're saying. It's just a weird dynamic, but it works somehow. I love it. No, it's a you know, it takes time to get there. There's no question yeah. about that. Oh, uh, speaking Doggy of Doggy Sprintall's here. Yes. I love it. I hate the effing eagles, man. I hate the effing eagles. <laughs> you got to set ahead, but which mic should he be on? Right oh, this there. will be perfect. Tom, why don't we jump to break? Oh, yeah, we'll go to break. Then we'll, get, we'll get him set up. We'll go to break. Be right back. Doug Sprinthal just walked in. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. 
Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, five. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with the Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com keyword partner.